Hello, and welcome to the CGF Sustainability Podcast Series. My name is Madeline Vanderhayden, and I work on the communications team at the CGF. In this series, we take a deep dive into all things related to sustainability, from forced labor to plastic waste and the circular economy, to food waste and forests, and so much more. Today, I'm speaking with two human rights and responsible recruitment experts. I'm here with Marcus Burke, Manager Equity Action at WBCSD, and Sarah Smith, Senior Manager Global Sustainability at the Kellogg Company. Today, we will be hearing more about the forced labor challenge facing the world today and how responsible recruitment and a new tool from AIM Progress can help businesses take action. Let's get started. Marcus and Sarah, welcome to the podcast. Great. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Madeline. Great to be here. Really excited for today's conversation. Let's start with you, Marcus. Can you give us a background into the global human rights landscape? Where do things stand in the fight against forced labor, child labor, human trafficking, modern slavery? Definitely more than happy to. According to the latest estimates, 152 million children are in child labor and 25 million adults and children are in forced labor globally. This is abhorrent. And when you couple this with the current pandemic, you have elements for the perfect storm, which are a greater number of susceptible children, a greater demand for cheap labor, companies and families financially stretched, businesses shifting resources from business enhancing to business sustaining, and diminished protections against child labor due to reduced enforcement and regulatory oversight. And we're seeing that for the first time since 2000, child labor is on the rise. When we see that child labor, forced labor, and human trafficking in global supply chains can be traced to three structural dimensions. The first being gaps in legislation, enforcement and access to justice that create space for non-compliance. The second being socioeconomic pressures facing individuals and workers. And the third being risk factors associated with business conduct and overall business environment. The first dimension on gaps in legislation is about the responsibility of states to protect workers within their territory or jurisdiction and to establish and enforce a framework for responsible business conduct. Um, So gaps in legislation create space for noncompliance with international labor standards in global supply chains. The second dimension is socioeconomic pressures that make individuals and workers vulnerable to child labor, forced labor, and human trafficking, all of which are mutually reinforcing. So when you have poverty, informality, and the presence of violence um, with with certain social and gender norms and other forms of discrimination, all operating together, they limit options for survival. Then if you throw in the absence of social safety nets into the mix, that exacerbates these pressures, making it extremely difficult for people to refuse or leave work that is abusive or has degrading conditions. Socioeconomic pressures make families less able to avoid reliance on their children's labor or push them to resort to high-risk or coercive forms of behavior. Uh, These kinds of pressures may also contribute to people's decisions to migrate in search of better opportunities, and these journeys themselves can exacerbate vulnerabilities to forced labor and human trafficking. 
So negative outcomes reinforce the cycle of poverty and vulnerability to child labor, forced labor, and human trafficking. And the third dimension relates to risk factors associated with business conduct, which include the lack of awareness, capacity, policy commitment, and action on the part of the business in relation to their responsibility to respect fundamental principles and rights at work. So just to recap, uh, to address the challenges of child labor, forced labor, and human trafficking, you need adequate implementation of relevant standards and conventions and enforcement of national laws and regulations. Uh, governments need to protect those who are most vulnerable in society. Uh, it's child labor, forced labor, and human trafficking are rooted in the social and economic vulnerability of individuals, workers, and their families, and you need responsible business policies. Thank you, Marcus, so much for that contextual background to the human rights challenges that the world is facing today. I think there's two things that you said that were very interesting. The first being how all of these issues are really interconnected. And when we talk about human trafficking, forced labor, child labor, we also have to talk about socioeconomic challenges and how people become vulnerable to situations of forced labor and modern slavery. And so what you've been saying about how we need holistic approaches to these challenges, I think is really, really important. And that collective action is, is going to be critical. And that's where I want to turn to you, Sarah, because you are the representative from the Kellogg Company in the CGF's Human Rights Coalition Working to End Forced Labor. And you also are a participant in AIM Progress. Can you share with us what AIM Progress is, what it does, and how you fit into the social sustainability landscape? Thanks, Madeline, and thank you, Marcus. I really appreciate that overview. Uh, first, on behalf of AIM Progress, I would like to thank CGF for this opportunity to share some of the exciting work that we've been doing in collaboration with the WBCSD to tackle some of those challenges that Marcus just expertly highlighted for us. Um, for those unfamiliar with AIM Progress, we are a global initiative of over 45 fast-moving consumer goods manufacturers and suppliers working to drive positive change in our collective supply chains. The mission of AIM Progress is to positively impact people's lives, ensure respect for human rights, all while delivering value to our members throughout their responsible sourcing journey, uh, both internally and externally. Our members work together to co-create solutions and share best practices to drive positive impact quickly, efficiently, and at scale. Uh, much like the Consumer Goods Forum, AIM Progress has a number of working groups in areas of strategic engagement, uh, regionally, globally, and topically. One of our newer member-driven working groups is on responsible recruitment. Uh, through the Responsible Recruitment Working Group, members are enabled to build a common understanding of responsible recruitment and forced labor challenges in global supply chains, share best practices, seek guidance from other members in a safe and pre-competitive environment. Um, for our first year's deliverable, we partnered with WBCSD to bring to life a user-friendly mapping tool that can help companies navigate the varied landscape of responsible recruitment and forced labor resources available. One of the areas of challenge that we identified in our partnership with WBCSD was that such a varied landscape often lends itself to difficulty for companies understanding exactly where they can fit in some of these resources into their established programs, um, wherever they happen to be on the maturity journey. 
specifically to responsible recruitment, we developed this tool to provide a platform for users to explore and assess various initiatives and guidance related to both forced labor and more specifically responsible recruitment all in one place. Well, Sarah, thank you for that introduction to AIM Progress, and I'm really glad you brought up the topic of responsible recruitment, since that's one of the issues that we focus on in our Human Rights Coalition working to end forced labor. And this tool that you're talking about, we were introduced to it by both of you last month when it was published, and we shared it on our channels with our members. So I'm curious uh, if you can tell us more about how this tool was developed um, and what you hope the impact of the tool to be, and where does it fit in in our social sustainability toolkits? Sure. So some years ago, we partnered with WBCSD on a mapping exercise to really kind of get an understanding of what the landscape of resources is that's available to companies. Um, from that mapping exercise that we did a few years ago, we've now taken it one step further and created a dedicated platform that allows users and companies to go into the platform and really get an understanding of what the options are available to them as they try and mature their programs, whether they're at the beginning stages and just understand responsible recruitment or whether they're a little bit more mature in their journey and really looking for some implementation and guidance on exactly how they can operationalize these in their uh, in their programs both within their own operations and within their supply chain. Um, the interactive format presents information in a searchable manner, groups initiatives according to types such as guidance, certification standard, risk assessment, advocacy, and capability building. Each initiative also comes with a summary that includes an overview, key objectives, points of contact, and highlighted activities to date. We really believe this tool can aid in supporting increased alignment and mutual recognition among initiatives by allowing users the opportunity to compare a variety of programs and identify potential synergies within the responsible recruitment space. To further increase its usability, we've also made this tool open source so anybody can go in and use it. So while it was initially designed to be sort of a member support tool, um, we found that its, uh, its use case also extended beyond just our members and can allow any user to go in and review some of these resources that are available to them and also help them analyze what might be best for their program and their company. Thank you so much for that, Sarah. And Marcus, I just wanted to get your thoughts to build on the contextual background you gave to us earlier. Where does responsible recruitment fit in into this social sustainability landscape? What role does it play? Definitely, thank you. As I mentioned earlier, you know, tackling child labor, forced labor, and human trafficking requires a multi-stakeholder approach. And there, there are definitely action areas that governments can take. Um, so when we look at the impact of making public education free and accessible as an alternative to child labor, uh, that's one government action to break the, the poverty cycle, uh, making sure that everyone has a birth registration number or establishing a legal identity. That's another way to eliminate or reduce child labor. But when it comes to practices that businesses can do, um, you have to make sure that you're promoting fair and ethical recruitment, um, given that recruitment abuses 
are one of the main ways in which forced labor enters supply chains. The adoption and enforcement of regulations to ensure that workers and job seekers are not getting charged recruitment or related costs, uh, that's, that's important in, in this context. Thank you for that, Marcus. And it reminds me how the CGF's social sustainability work is founded on our priority industry principles, one of which is no worker should pay for a job. So we definitely understand the relationship responsible recruitment has with uh, the fight against forced labor. So both of you, now that this tool is available, and as you say, everything is open source and accessible to everyone, what would be your message to share to CGF members or other businesses on how they can use this tool to support their uh, responsible recruitment and responsible sourcing journeys? Yeah, as I mentioned about the tool, it's it's really bringing together all of the different resources available within this landscape so that companies can look at this based on exactly what their need is for their program. So as I mentioned, you know, no matter where you are with uh, your journey in responsible sourcing, in particular to responsible recruitment, uh, this tool has a little something for everybody. So whether you're really trying to define the parameters of what responsible recruitment is, or you're a little further along your journey and you're really trying to implement something like the employer pays principle. Um, there'll be either a guidance or a definition or some sort of resource available there for you to help uh, continue along that journey and make sure that you've got the right information at your hands to be able to implement meaningful programs, drive collective action, and really start to make a difference in people's lives, like Marcus has said. This is a very heavy topic. It's very needed. Um, and any work towards that goal of eliminating recruitment fees within the supply chain is a positive step. So we really encourage people to not only utilize the tool for information, but also for implementation and guidance. Um, at the same time, we're also looking to continue to evolve this tool. So we welcome any and all feedback from companies on what can make it more usable. Um, also, we're going to make sure that as we continue along, we'll be adding in additional resources as they become available and we find them. Um, so it's really meant to be sort of a living document that can keep up with the quickly evolving space and make sure that we're providing value to not only our members, but to any user and company that would like to utilize this tool for their program and their journey. Thank you, Sarah. And I think it is really important, as you say, to bring all of these initiatives together because there are many of them and we want to ensure cohesion and alignment among these different initiatives with very similar objectives. Marcus, any last thoughts before we wrap up this conversation? Yeah, I just want to echo everything that Sarah mentioned. We hope that, you know, companies are using this and we hope to, to build this in the future. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Sarah from the Keller Company and Marcus from WBCSD for joining me today and sharing a little bit more about this new responsible recruitment tool from AIM Progress um, and how it can benefit businesses as they continue on their responsible sourcing journey. Thank you, Madeline. Thank you, Marcus. You both. If you would like to find out more about the Consumer Goods Forum and our work on sustainability, you can visit our website at www.theconsumergoodsforum.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please do subscribe to the